What are you willing to trade for peace? What lengths are you willing to go to in order to have peace? And what are you willing to sacrifice for peace? Some are willing to trade land for peace. Some are willing to stand and fight a corrupt legal system for peace. Others are willing to sacrifice their lives so that their children and grandchildren will have peace. What was the high price Israel had to pay for the promise of peace? Let's find out in this week's Five Minute Torah. Welcome back, Torah Tribe. You're watching the channel that connects disciples of Yeshua to the eternal Torah of God. It's great to have you with us here today. Let's get going in this week's Torah portion. This week's Torah commentary is called The High Price of Peace and comes from my book, Five Minute Torah, Volume 2. In last week's Torah portion, we learned about the prophet Balaam and how he was not able to curse Israel in a direct manner. Every time he opened his mouth to curse Israel, it would be filled with blessings instead. Nevertheless, at the end of last week's Torah portion, we learned that Moab was somehow able to have a destructive impact on the children of Israel. While Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. These invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked himself to Baal Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. This is Numbers 25, 1-3. The result was devastating. Thousands of Israelites died in a plague because of their infidelity to the one who brought them out of Egypt. Fortunately, this plague was brought to an end, but only through the seemingly vigilante-style execution of an Israelite and his Moabite escort at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Pinchas, or Phineas in a lot of English Bible translations, the son of Eleazar, the Kohen, took a spear and ran it through both the Israelite and his lover. After this act, the Torah tells us, thus the plague on the people of Israel was stopped. Nevertheless, those who died by the plague were 24,000. This is Numbers 25, 8, and 9. Many people have questioned this act of Pinchas throughout the centuries. Was this act a vigilante one, and could the plague have been stopped through other means? This question becomes even more pronounced when we look at the following verses. And the Lord said to Moses, Pinchas, the son of Eliezer, son of Aharon the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel, and that he was jealous for my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the people of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace, and it shall be to him and to his descendants after him the covenant of a perpetual priesthood, because he was jealous for his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. This is Numbers 25, 10-13. Although a surface reading in this passage seems to indicate that this action was indeed sanctioned by the Holy One of Israel, there's something going on behind the scenes in the Hebrew. Verse 12 says, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. In the Hebrew, the word for peace is shalom. It is written with four Hebrew letters, shin, lamed, vav, mem. In this case, however, one of the letters is written in an unusual manner. In this passage, the word shalom is written defectively with a broken vav in a standard Torah scroll. The letter vav is cut in half. From this anomaly, many have speculated that the covenant of peace that the Lord made with Pinchas was not necessarily a perfect or complete one. 
but one given more as a consolation prize. According to this theory, the Lord did not completely approve of the vigilante aggression of Pinchas. But does this theory hold water? First, if we read the account of Pinchas in the last week's Torah portion, his act is initiated by the command of Moses in the verse just before his story is told. Moses told the leaders of Israel, Each one of you kill those of his men who have yoked themselves to Baal Peor. This is Numbers 25.5. Therefore, Pinchas was merely following the instructions of the Lord given through the mouth of Moses. Second, the scriptures memorialize the act of Pinchas as one of righteousness. The Psalms tell us, Then Pinchas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stayed, and that was accounted to him as righteousness from generation to generation forever. This is Psalm 106, 30 and 31. If this is the case, then what does the broken vav tell us? What does it symbolize? Well, if we think about the numeric and symbolic meaning of the letter vav, then we can make another connection. The letter vav has the numerical value of six. Since man was created on the sixth day of creation, the letter vav has come to represent mankind. While we can only speculate, it is likely that the broken vav reminds us that this covenant of peace that was given to Pinchas and his descendants came at a very high cost. It came at the cost of human life. Humanity was diminished or broken in order to bring about peace. So the next time we are enjoying a moment of peace, let's not forget the price that was paid to achieve that peace. Not only did our forefathers fight wars and give their own blood so that we might have peace today, but our righteous Messiah was broken on our behalf so that we might have peace as well. The Vav will always remain broken so that our peace may be made whole. The 5-Minute Torah is an indispensable resource that every disciple of Yeshua should proudly own. Within its pages lies a treasure trove of condensed wisdom, carefully curated to fit into the busy lives of modern seekers. With insightful and concise teachings, this book transforms the often daunting task of Torah study into an accessible and enriching experience. You can pick up your copy using the link in the description box below this video. Your purchases help support the continued development of new videos for this channel. Thank you in advance.